You're listening to The Training Dummies. With Rob and Daryl and James. And we've decided to run a marathon. Good day to you, one and all. It is I, James. This is the Training Dummies Rides Again. It's been eight weeks. This is episode 275. It is June 14th at 7.57 p.m. Pacific time. With me are my two bro hosts, Rob. Say hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. And Daryl. Say hi, Daryl. Hi, Daryl. There was there was no that. even there was not even a thought that just immediately came out of my it's, mouth. It's just I, I was tempted to say hi Rob as well because he didn't say yeah. who say it. <laughs> so well, at least I said hi Rob and say hi Daryl because I knew exactly <laughs> what you were both were gonna do. <laughs> Fellas, oh it's been a while. Yeah, it's it been has. a while. Yes, it has. Is it is yep. it we've been busy or is it because we've been slacking? Uh, a little of column A. <laughs> a little of column B, yeah. For to be sure. fair, I think we've tried for the last couple of weeks, or at least last week, to get together, and then I think I two weeks ago I was in England, and then mm-hmm. last week I think oh, you you were busy, and so it's like we've been trying at least, and I think it's the thought that counts, isn't it? That works for me. Yeah, that's a good excuse. So um, last time we chatted, I'm just going to jump right into this, but last time yeah. we chatted we made a commitment to uh, one another and also to uh, our dear committed listeners that by the next episode, which is this one, we would be in some kind of regular workout, some kind of cadence, some kind of thing that we were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is that going? See, I think I was confused. I think when we said next episode, I think we meant the one after this one. No, 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 oh, no, no. We, okay. meant, we definitely meant this one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, since I just called we, myself out, I was, I was, gonna say, I, was I was trying, and I was doing okay, and then I'm trying to sell my house, and it's not going as anticipated, we'll say. So that is like pulling all motivation to get on a regular running schedule from me. Yeah, does, yeah. Does that's... the sale of a house ever go? I know this is off topic. Does, does the sale of a house ever go as anticipated? I don't know. I've only ever sold one other house, and I sold it to my father-in-law, and that was pretty mm. easy. So, Rob, so, you sold a house, surely? Mm-hmm. Did it go as anticipated? It was. Uh, I, it's not a good litmus test, my experience, because it was in Colorado right after um, marijuana was legalized. And people were clamoring to uh, to get into move to Colorado. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, we had, oh, uh, <laughs> and I, I even think I was telling Daryl the other day we had people were handwriting us letters with their, you know, their personal situations and what was going on and why they should be the one. And and yeah, it was less than twenty four hours that we we turned it around. So. I'm going on three months. Is uh, is it easy to sell a house? Yeah, super easy. <laughs> um, but Daryl, you've been doing 
some running because I've seen you post some running things on TikTok. Well, you saw me post running things like two or three weeks ago, and really then it's been long. nothing since. Yeah, you might be right. It might have been before I went to England. Yeah, I think it was because I was getting into it, and then something happened with this, and then just it's like I know I'm supposed to run tonight, but man, I just don't want to do it. I'm just I'm just annoyed with the whole situation here, and yeah. So it's a pretty major life event that I'm allowing to influence my running. And I'm okay with that because it is such a major life event. Like this is where I'm going to live, like where I've lived for the last 13 years and where I'm going to live for the next 13 years, right? So it's, once it's settled though, like we have an offer. So I should know by the end of this month whether that offer goes through. And yeah, then it's on to the next next chapter and then hopefully I'll be into it more but yeah it's just I'm not gonna lie it's it's really affecting things and I'm, I it makes I think we've talked on a prior yeah. episode about like the balance of life against the things that we want to do and are trying to achieve and like frankly selling a house and again not to get off topic but selling a house and moving is a stressful thing so yeah and this has been over three months like we we listed at the beginning of March and we're halfway through June, so yeah. It sounds to me like you're going to need a vacation in Cabo when this is all done. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Rob, what about you, man? All right. Well, uh, I said that I would do my best to start running regularly. Um, you know, the my commitment, I believe, was three times a week, if that sounds right to... Uh, to uh, you that, guys. That, jogs and, the memory. that jogs the memory. Yep. And so far, I have, um, up until a couple of, till the end of last week, this weekend, uh, I had done a pretty good job of, of uh, maintaining that and staying, uh, staying true to that. And the reason why that fell off was, I, and I don't know what happened, but I threw my lower back out like really oh, no. bad. To the point where like I couldn't even get out like I couldn't even sit up or get out of bed or move or it was it was absolutely uh, painful and super super lame so yeah that's uh that's kind of where where how, I landed how was that feeling though like in both physically and I guess emotionally mentally as well like um how- it has been wildly frustrating I have been uh you know I don't know if I don't know if, uh, you know, just saying that it's really soured my mood is even, is even the, the right way to put it. Cause it, it's just, yeah, it's been awful to, to put it bluntly. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but prior to that, like I had absolutely maintained, I had stayed the, stayed the, the course I was running, you know, I was, it was treadmill running cause the weather is. The weather turned hot real quick here, as it does in Texas. But I thought, you know what, just to just to kind of get grease the gears and get things going, I'm totally fine with just doing something at my own pace. You know, mm-hmm. um, I you I dragged up an app that I used to use a long time ago that that I actually really liked, and it's like, all right, let's just give this a shot, see how it goes. And uh, I was having fun. I was kind of just doing uh, interval stuff and pushing my my. Uh, you know, pushing myself to run more and more and more. And then, yeah. And then the back thing, but is it's, it, is your back feeling better now? 
Like, is it... it is. It's been several days, and it's been super stupid. You know, it's been extremely frustrating. But it's one of those things where, like, I don't know. If you, I mean, you guys are getting older, too, but if you've dealt with this, where it's like you throw it out, and then it's like it freaking takes, like, a week or, or you know, over a week yeah, before man. you finally start to go, all right, cool. Like, I can get up and, you know, I don't wince when I roll over or, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't walk around like a like I just literally the most old man like <laughs> the worst thing like so yeah I'm kind of like all right finally light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing all right and I don't know out of everything I I'm most I think I'm most excited to just really get back to it and actually properly mm-hmm. you know, just start yeah. running man you know just, dang man I just want to run yeah well the whole back thing I get it, cause cause last year even it was almost a year ago where I was doing just a simple like five k run while my kid was in his violin lesson and I did something to my back and I had to get him to drive home because I literally couldn't drive. I took the next day off of work because my back was just spasming like all day. So yeah, I get it. Like it's it's no joke, man. And yeah, like it's we're not getting any younger. Like uh, we're we're pushing. We're pushing the the top side of the forties here. You know, hey, speak for yourself. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I uh, it it makes a nice change. It's quite refreshing to be on the other side of you two, where I actually have been running and working out and doing some more Peloton and hitting the gym. And I will say, like, I'm not on a program. I'm not like I don't have a plan. But um, three to four times a week, I'm doing something, whether that is an hour in the gym, whether that's uh, right on. a couple of miles running outside or going for a long hike or something like that. So, um, And it feels really nice because I, I also understand what you're both saying about it. There's that sort of yearning, that urge to be active and doing something and feeling both physically and emotionally and mentally healthy. Um, I, I seem to have fallen into a rhythm of that. And so it's been... Um, since we last spoke and including all the travel that I've been doing, it's mm-hmm. been actually kind of cool to, you know, I certainly don't have my running mojo back yet. You know, I, I'm tapping out at three miles or so. Um, but it, it's given me that confidence that like, actually I do still enjoy this and I do still want to do it and I can still do it. Uh, and those things certainly, um, I think build a bit of confidence and further motivation, right? Mm-hmm. Like today, today was a rest day and I didn't do anything today. And it just so happened that it was good timing because I had a ton of work to do. Um, but like even having the day off, I got to the end of the day and I'm like, gosh, I really can't wait to go for a run tomorrow morning before work. And it's been a long, long time since I had that sense of like, yes, I can't wait to lace up and get out there again. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, I'm hoping this discussion tonight pushes me back over that because I could I was there. I was doing it like at three three days a week. The the coach to ten k program. I was I was in a good groove. Like the runs were they weren't easy on the one I was at, but but I could do them. They were challenging, but I could do them. I could complete them. Like it's like it was the perfect spot that I was in. And then yeah, just ugh. so I'm really hoping this discussion with you two tonight gets me back to that. Yes, I want to be doing this. I need to get back to doing this because it's just, yeah, I really do. I enjoy running and 
I just need to get to that point where I enjoy it again, right? And I'm really mm-hmm. hoping I'm really hoping tonight is is what pushes me there. That's kind of why I was like, oh my god, it's been eight weeks since we last recorded, guys. We got to do this because I need the help, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I accept that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I um, I don't know. I want to double down on that as well a little bit because I uh, like look. I, I was really looking forward to this, right? Like. We were supposed to do this tomorrow night, and it turns out that I have an engagement tomorrow night because I somehow thought that tomorrow was today. Blah blah blah. Excuses. You're getting engaged tomorrow. Excuses. No. Um, <laughs> I um, <laughs> don't. Um, but I uh, I was like I, when I thought, gosh, we're we're going to push it another week. I legit was like a little bit sad about it. For two reasons. One, I haven't talked to you two since the last episode, and that yeah, is been a minute. It's been a minute, and it's because I'm taking time off of WoW, and our usual Friday hangs don't aren't happening. Um, but also because these podcast recording sessions are definitely a shot in the arm to me as well. And the only re- well, not the only reason, but like one of the main reasons, one of the main motivations I have had for being somewhat consistent in working out since our last recording is because I made a commitment to you both to do that. Um, and so I also need that little bit of a top up from time to time. So Daryl, I, I completely get what you're saying. And, um, you know, I, I hope you get what you need from this because I, I certainly know that this is going to, um, buzz me up to continue running and maybe even, I don't know, look down on the calendar and see if I can find a race to, to target and train for and go do a 10 K or something. I like that. I, uh, I feel like I am super, you know, like right around the corner from, you know, being better, I guess. So I've got absolutely no problem with, uh, you know, I don't feel like I need to sit out any um, commitments or anything, you know, to to try and see how I'm going to feel or where, you know, where I'm going to land up or anything like that. Like I'm, yes, I need to be careful and heal up and all that, but I'm good. I'll be there. Yeah, that's good. What, um, what, uh, like when you do get back there, what do you think you're, approach will be your plan do you you know you want to get back onto like i don't know couch to 10k or something or like what's what are your ideas um i mean there's i feel like there's uh, any number of ways it could it could go but uh i am definitely ready to i i, I just gotta ramp up again you know we we kind of know what that looks like so to speak um it's just Kind of lay low for me uh, until my, I know my back is 100%. I can't just like immediately start cranking, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, pl- play smart and, uh, and just see how it goes and start ramping up. You know, I uh, like I said, I'm using uh, I'm using the Nike app that I used previously. Um, you know, when I first 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 started running, um, and I actually Nike, really Nike Run Club on Apple. Yeah. Is that it? Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and uh, to be honest with you, man, I really like it. It's solid, you know. It's just uh, I don't know, better than you think. I guess I don't. I don't <laughs> even know what the right word is. Um, but there's I mean, a pretty, pretty good system on there, and and it doesn't try to sneak in anything. It doesn't try and socialize. Every, I mean, yes, there's the social aspect to it, but yeah, it's not like I don't know. I, I'm not like all of a sudden feeling like I'm required to. Uh, to like do something that I don't that I wouldn't want to do because I got to gamify it and and oh you know there's a uh, you know there's 
everybody all, my, all your friends are on there and you got to try you know i mean that works and that's just not where my head's at right now if, if that makes yeah. sense yeah, anecdotally yeah. um a couple of friends of mine that i do trivia with every tuesday they just ran their very first ever half marathon nice. um of course they had to choose uh hawaii to do this oh uh, i know <laughs> they love hawaii anyway but um I bring that up because they used the uh, Nike Run Club oh, okay. system app, whatever, on their phones and their Apple Watches to um, to do that and to train up to it. And neither of them were runners. Uh -huh. um, my buddy Justin, he was a lacrosse player in college, and they're both sort of – they like to work out. They're both quite athletically fit, but they've never done, like, long cardio. Um, his wife, Taylor, she's asthmatic. Um, so, Rob, I know you can relate to that. You've talked on, on the show before about – um, you know, asthma and the challenges of that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but they, they just finished it this week and it's actually sort of got me curious about Apple run club because I've, I've always used run keeper. I used Garmin for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, I've looked Strava. at apps like yeah. CP5K, mm -hmm. Strava. Yep. Um, and I do like to try things new, but like I've, I'm hearing so many anecdotes about how good Nike run club is that uh, maybe that's the path for me to get back to, double digit mileage for me like the i don't know i'm but i'm kind of i don't even know what the term is you you tell me but um i like to refresh things try things out uh you know change like when i play wow change change up my ui a little bit you know not, nothing drastic but it's like sometimes you just want to breathe some new life into something and you're you're just kind of like yeah i want to i just need to I want to do something a little different, you know? And so it's kind of this up in the air kind of let, let's see how it goes thing, you know? And, uh, and I just remember when I first started running, I was using that Nike one and it's just straightforward. doesn't have any problems. works really well. Mm -hmm. Um, pl plays nice with everything, you know, and, you know, kind of, I, I, I know you guys do too live in the, you know, the Apple ecosystem and, you know, it works with that. I'm not, I'm not like preaching a certain brand loyalty or anything, but it just works really well and I like it. So is it the same phenomenon as um, like, I don't know about you guys, but like when I buy a new running shirt or a new running hat or like a new set of sweatbands or something that the newness of those things motivates me to go out and run. And I, I get excited about it. Right. Like, Oh yeah, I'm going to run with my new headphones. I'm wondering if the, I I love that. Is it the same thing? Like I love changing that. It up, changing yeah. up the app. And yeah. Like, yeah. Here's a new weird. app. And yeah, I mean, get out there and work out with this app. Dude, I am such a dork like that. Like, <laughs> straight up, you know, like, oh, I, I got some, excuse me, I got some uh, knee braces recently. Because um, I know I was talking with, <laughs> with Daryl. And I, I just got some uh, some kind of El Cheapo ones from uh, off this website. I didn't go like full blown. Um, you know, Amazon for the expensive ones, but I thought, you know what, they were so cheap. It just like, it just kind of doesn't matter. I just let me try it out and, and see, you know, because mm -hmm. I think, you know, part of, of what I just need to acknowledge is that I'm not the in the same capacity <laughs> as I was at, you know, th 30 years ago or <laughs> like, I don't know yet, but it's, it's like just, paying attention and saying all right cool you know i'm upwards of a number that i'm not ready to say yet and and uh and like it's okay if your knees aren't 
what they used to be or, or whatever it is right and i just can can say all right like cool let's do this let's find a way to make this work for me let me let me do this in a manner that's that feels good and um even if it's something as silly as saying um to gamify it or to use a new app or a new piece of technology or clothing or whatever it is to 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 kickstart yourself like i know that that's how my brain works you know i'm a total dork like that and i'm fine with it you know you kind of just have to you have to recognize what uh what motivates you and what what inspires you and then and then just roll from there you know yeah um i agree with that and then you also just said something that spawned another thought in my mind was like you know being okay that maybe your knees aren't great or whatever (laughs) Uh Um, i in my quest for uh i'm gonna say impetus and measurement to um keep going at this mm-hmm. I, I scrolled back on my runkeeper history to see like what was i running 10 11 years ago um and there definitely was a moment where i'm, I'm looking at these sort of three four five mile runs that i would do 10 mile runs that i would do uh-huh. um and my my average pace is like 805 810 755 right and i have to think like okay well back in my early 30s i was in much better shape than i am now but also um i'm just older and our bodies do slow down and i've talked a little bit before i think in in one of the prior episodes gosh maybe even a year year and a half ago about letting go of the um the, the target pace right like that's been mm-hmm. a big thing for me it's, yeah mm-hmm. you know i've always felt like if i wasn't running faster than a nine minute mile somehow i'm failing and when we were going through our training for minneapolis last year um even though i didn't run that race there was a point in that training where i was i, I mentally and emotionally let go of that target and was perfectly happy running a 10 and a half minute, 11 minute, 12 minute mile, because it suddenly like not being focused on that metric suddenly brought back a sense of joy of being outside and Mm -hmm. appreciation that I, I have two feet and I'm upright and I can do this no matter what Mm -hmm. the pace is. Um, You know, now injuries dictated otherwise, because I pushed it too hard, but uh, there is, you know, to, to sort of add weight to what you just said, Rob, is that there's, there's an element, I think, as we all dive back into this training cycle, we are 18 months from the race we said that we're going to run. I know. And that is the same amount of time as when we started this podcast the first time for Minneapolis. And so I'm trying to, I bring this up because like, I'm just trying to look into everything that I can to be like, all right, I've got 18 months to get ready for 26 miles. It is more than enough time but oh, it is. I use it wisely and I mm-hmm. have to want to do it. Um, and so all these little things are like letting go of the pace, being okay that I, I don't run as fast as I used to, being okay that I'm 25, 30 pounds heavier than I was back then. Like, just accepting mm-hmm. that, finding the peace about it and mm-hmm. still lacing up and going and, and giving it my best. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, boys, 18 months. 18 months, a year and a half. Okay. Yikes. Um, I already felt a sense of relief mentally from the way that I had kind of leaned into 
uh, running after I made that commitment the last time we talked. Like, I was just getting on the treadmill and trying that I didn't kind of like you said with the with the expectations about pace and stuff like that you know uh, I just got on there and said all right what what are some things that I can do that I need to do um or you know stuff that I maybe hadn't done before whatever whatever that is right um and I decided to make sure that I'm turning the incline on the treadmill when I'm running to give it that false Flats. positive or what false <laughs> whatever flats. false flats yeah. yeah so like things that i had always kind of like i kind of sort of done them here and there but not really you know i'm like this has got to be different it, because you know that whole thing about if you do the same thing you're gonna have the same outcome and for me i'm mm. like if this is yeah. going to be different because i don't want what happened last time i don't want the yes uh, injuries aren't um you know, accident and injury stuff are like, you know, that sucks, but it's like, okay, work a little smarter to see if I can avoid that. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I could have done better last time. And I just feel like I know that and it's, you know, it's eating me up a little bit. It's kind of annoying, you know, what, whatever that looks like. I just want to do better. And I feel like, I am going to take that mindset from the get-go and just try and do better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all learning experiences, right? And, like, I think we talked about this in the immediate aftermath of you pulling over in Minneapolis and, and joining um, Tony and I for the day is, uh, you know, I think it was Albert Einstein who said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and... It's absolutely the same. And I know because I got injured before the race that there are things that I absolutely have to do differently this time. I cannot do the same training regimen. I cannot have the same approach. Uh, I need different nutrition. I need different training thoughts. I need a different mentality um, because I really want to do this. And I want to, and I, I think I said this before as well, like, I think this is going to be my last 26.2 26.2 this is going to be the last full marathon i do just simply because i you know i want to do one more but i'm not driven beyond that i'm going to always do half marathons but yeah. i want to go out on a high and i want it to feel good about it and i want to do oh. it with you two dudes right like there's yeah. nothing yeah i think there's nothing better than like doing something like that with a couple of your best friends and just like really going for it but also rob i'm just going to say this because i was i had front row to um you know, that the struggle that you had in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. I really want you to do this. Like, I want you to succeed and I want you to like go and achieve the thing that you'd hope to do in Minneapolis. You'd learned a bunch from and apply those learnings and like just go and crush it next time. You know, I, I need to do this is what is where my, yeah. my head is at. Like I, I, this needs to, to happen for me. Um, and I don't a hundred percent know what, what all that looks like, but boy, um, yeah, if I don't end up running another one again, you know, uh, I need to do this. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> like it's un- not, and not to like put unnecessary pressure on myself, but it's like, okay, I, I, I am, I am like you're saying, uh, I haven't run other fulls before i've never you know i've run a couple of halves and it was great and i loved it and i'll do it again and blah 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 but 
I I need this to uh, be my to be able to do this because I don't think I'm going to run another full after this. You know, yeah, it, it's taxing both physically and in terms of time. And like, oh yeah, the one thing I I don't have that you two have is like you both have a family and you you know. I don't have that. I don't have those responsibilities and commitments. And even I find it taxing. It's like, mm. you know, you've got these long training runs and we've talked about it before. You go out three and a half, four, four and a half hours of training run. That's a whole <laughs> quarter of my weekend. Oh, God. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was. Jeez. <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah. And uh, I think I talked before to you about how, um, you know, my wife and family have were like just next level supportive of everything like incredibly supportive beyond mm -hmm. what i could have asked for um and I, I just have to do better this time that it's it's weighing on me you know well so even just thinking about that i think it's going to be better for you just in the time of year alone because I don't think I could do a whole trip. See, this is where I'm going to struggle is that if we're actually looking at like a January, February marathon next time, a lot of my training runs at the end could be on a treadmill just because it's going to be 30 below here. Whereas yeah, this, this yeah. past marathon, a lot of your long training runs were 30 above where you can't really be running outside when it's, you know, 100 Fahrenheit, 100 Fahrenheit outside, right? So you were, you were doing a lot of running indoors on a treadmill um you already mentioned putting the treadmill up to one where you weren't before so you know to mm -hmm. simulate that false flats so that could have been working against you whereas this time the temperature is going to be more moderate a lot better where you can can run outside for your long training runs right so i you know it's it's conditions are already better for you for this next run where all right i'm i'm opening instagram right now because i feel like one thing that i can do is just scroll back a little bit <laughs> a couple couple years there you go and uh and i could see where i was running outside during the summer yeah you know? yeah exactly and and it was crazy hot outside and it didn't matter yep all right, that's January. That's not summer. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like I could scroll through my own posts and and just see. And I remember, yeah. even uh, there was a bunch of times, and it would be like ten o'clock at night, and I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna go for my run." And it's like ninety eight degrees outside, yeah. and I would just be like, "All right, cool, let's go." So now, and I think uh, I I it's there. I was only a few years ago, um, but I know I've got that, I've got that ability, and the you know it's I just gotta stop pissing around and go mm -hmm. go uh dig that rob out and get him <laughs> back on track again you know yeah but yeah just just being able to run outside in like november december for you is gonna i think gonna help you more than an indoor treadmill run will for sure i yeah i agree with that for sure so it's yeah. just well, yeah, yeah we, we talked extensively about the difference between treadmill running and oh yeah outside on the concrete running and like treadmill running is better than no running mm -hmm. but it doesn't really prepare you for the feeling it's, sensation yeah. muscle group stress of being out there on the on the tarmac you know pounding mm -hmm. it out for 26 miles i mean that's a different experience and so but rob i think i mean that's a really good thing you just said is like you did this before and so you know you're capable of it 
um, and like that actually sort of encourages me. I should probably go look back through some of my old posts, not just my runkeeper history, but like stuff I would put on Instagram and things like being out at sunrise at sunset in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the weather's when yeah. the weather's great, when the weather's not great, and just like getting out there and doing it anyway. Because I know, and I think we both know from experience of doing five, ten Ks, uh, half marathons, that like when you cross that finish line, you get the medal, all of that feels worth it. Oh uh-huh. Uh-huh. all yeah. of it does. Oh right? gosh, yeah. And so Dude, I'm that, when I when you got when you were there and I finished that first half, <laughs> man, I was like just I I couldn't <laughs> even think function you know i couldn't even think because it was just such a insane thing to me that like this like this never was supposed to happen i was never supposed to be able to do this or you know and it's like you do you you, i don't know that whole you're your own worst enemy or whatever it is you know like (laughs) we worked really hard and and i i already know that i can do it and Mm -hmm. i see where a lot of those pieces are i just need to go dig that rob out of the trash and like let him let him drive for a while yeah and like you'll I, like i think you'll get there right like even i it's funny you bring up um your first half marathon because i was scrolling back on instagram uh a, a few days ago looking for an old old post and i came across a couple that i posted from austin uh on that nice. trip when when we came to the finish line uh-huh. and I, I remember it but i also to remember how um how inspired i felt in that moment like seeing you run and seeing you cross the finish line and, and there was like a, certainly an element of envy and jealousy like man i like i wish i was running this race as well um but coming away from that being like yes i'm back on it and i actually think that uh it was only a few weeks after that that i had the oc half marathon mm-hmm. it was yep. anyway um but I, but I distinctly remember that feeling of like, gosh, like I just need to get out there and run. Um, and so I think it's such a, it's a really healthy thing to like look back and find motivation from those past experiences and the things that you know you've achieved before and you've done before and everything that surrounds it, right? Like mm-hmm. your hydration, your nutrition, the support from your family, the you know your friends cheering it on, the online communities that you might engage with as part of that. Um, time in the gym, time at your inside mm-hmm. running track, whatever it is and whatever those experiences are. And the other thing that I was thinking about the other day that is really, really motivating me to get out for the longer runs is I have, I'm missing out on podcasts and audiobooks mm-hmm. because, <laughs> because that, I don't have a commute. I work from home. Yeah. And it used to be, I listen to those things on my commute. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. And so audiobooks and podcasts are almost exclusive to when I'm out oh, on a run. Man. Yeah, if you want to know what happened on uh on whatever on Yellowstone or whatever yeah. show, right? Like I I can tell you. It's I, like is a I've got I opened my my podcasts app on my phone the other day. I had a, a about an hour's drive uh up to the Inland Empire and um I I was just scrolling through like all these podcasts that I'm still subscribed to that I haven't listened to in a really long time mm. and all these great episodes and I'm like, gotta listen to that, gotta listen to that. Mm. Um, and I haven't. So I'm like, that's another motivation for me. I want to get out because because I want to listen to these podcasts. Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts that like, unless I'm taking a drive in the car or something's going on, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's like you don't, <laughs> you just don't listen to them anymore. 
What, what, uh, you know, I'm going to switch tacks on us here, but um, what podcast would you listen to, Rob? If you were to go for a run right now and you were going to put on a podcast, what would you play? All right, let me pop this open. Because I've actually uh, trimmed the fat a while back because it was like, I was just had to kind of look at it and go, hmm, I don't know anymore, you know? Uh, all right, so I've got Smartless. Highly recommend that. It is, what, uh, what is what is that about? Uh, it's oh, what am I doing here? Click the wrong thing. It's uh, it's Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, just like literally like the same style conversations that that we have as right. as oh. a podcast, but they have them with friends and celebrities. Like I mean, you name it. They like let's see, uh, they had uh. Singer from Depeche Mode on. They had Bill Hader, uh, Russo Brothers, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Ben Affleck, Keanu Reeves. Like they just have all these. Uh, John John Favreau. They just have all these people that they've known forever. Bono from U2. Like uh, they bring them onto the show and, uh, and just sit there and have fun and hang out and and uh, make fun of each other. And you know, I, I don't know. There's something about it that it's just like it's that same style of like just friends hanging out that we that we kind of have always mm-hmm. applied to our podcast and it's just funny just to see them absolutely uh clown each other and you know just make make a good time out of it i don't know it's uh yes. it's a it's a good listen i definitely, definitely enjoy definitely it. adding that to my listen to list then yeah yep uh one called thank the maker if you if the name doesn't give it away, it's a Star Wars podcast, and it is okay. uh, it is the uh, it's, it's a bunch of band guys like the lead singer of Yellow Card, one of the guys from Story of the Year, uh, one of the guys from Bayside. Like it's all it's all uh, it's all these band guys, and they uh, and they're doing a Star Wars podcast. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's really really actually really cool to to just hear like these. Di- different kind of takes on things that you that you either hadn't heard in a long time or yeah uh those those uh josta show uh it's another music it's like a music a guy who's in a band who interviews people from other bands uh lead singer syndromes kind of the same thing uh but yeah there's a bunch of really just cool stuff that like i don't know it's fallen off my radar because like i either sit at home or you know whatever that looks like but so yeah Daryl, are you much of a podcast listener? Not anymore. I used to be, but yeah, I haven't listened to podcasts in a long, long time. So, so I, no. I have one. <laughs> I have one for you both. That <laughs> okay. As, as I as I say that I haven't been listening to podcasts, I will admit that this is a podcast that I've been listening to as much as I can. I, in, I have like a waterproof Bluetooth speaker, and I've been listening to it in the shower while I've been getting ready in the morning. Uh, while I'm making dinner, like as much as I can, it is called the Friendship Onion, and the Friendship the, Onion, the Friendship yeah. Onion, and it is hosted by Dominic Monaghan and, and Billy Dominic. Boyd, that you may better know as uh, Mary and yeah. Pippin, the Hobbit from the Lord of the Rings, and this this whole series of podcasts. It was about two years. I don't think they're recording them anymore, but I'm. I'm only about 12 episodes in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I started it a couple of years ago. There's like a weekly episode. There's like 120 episodes or something. Oh, wow. But it's basically those two 
um, taking a look back at their time on the Lord of the Rings, and um, they have all kinds of anecdotes and uh, really cool stories that they talk about, um, as well as they bring on um, other cast members as well. So, like, there's an episode with Elijah Wood, and there's an episode with uh, Viggo Mortensen, and one with um, oh, Sean Astin, and you know, and, oh, nice. and I think there was one where um, Ian McKellen called in. And things like that. And it's actually, it's really, really funny because you can tell that these two dudes who met while filming Lord of the Rings have just become really great lifelong friends and that um, they riff off each other really well. But the Lord of the Rings trilogy is one of my favorite set of movies of all time. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, I, I grew up it. in a city where Tolkien wrote these books. I've I've, I used to drink at the Eagle and Child, which is the pub where Tolkien and C.S. Lewis used to hang out. So, like, That's I have all awesome. kinds of sentimental and emotional interest in this universe. So when I found this podcast, I was like, eh, the Friendship Onion sounds sort of, I don't know, a little bit hokey, a little bit, um, I don't know, like capitalistic on the Lord of the Rings thing. It's actually really good and very deep. Um and very, very funny. These two gents are incredibly hilarious together. All right. I've got it. Uh, uh, I've got it in my highly, highly recommend listening to the the, um, the Friendship Onion. It's in my queue right now. It's, there it is. It's really good. There's an episode, no spoilers really, but there's an episode where they talk about um, how the each of those three movies got rated PG-13 in the U.S., and largely because of um, scenes with violence in it. But mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the things that you're allowed with a PG-13 movie is you are allowed one strong curse word in the movie. And so they then riff on what scenes could they have dropped oh, nice. uh, an F-bomb in, <laughs> right? Oh, and my gosh. And doing impressions and, and being, you know, like, you know, Sean Bean being like, well, they've got a fucking troll cave, you know? And it's yeah. it's just it had me in stitches. Really good. That's yeah, awesome. that's amazing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Nice. Um, speaking of things we listen to. Oh, here it is. Dare we, dare yep. we move on let's to go. our um, our playlist? Yeah, let's do it. I, I, we yep. we are definitely going to put two in each because it's been eight weeks. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and so a couple of songs each, and I'm excited to hear what you two bring to the table because okay. I've put some serious thought into the two songs that I'm bringing and uh, would love to hear it. So I don't know, Daryl, how about you first? Oh, perfect. I wanted to go first. So <laughs> the last song we have on the playlist is Electric Cowboy, Hypa Hypa. And I feel scream metal, like Electric Cowboy, I actually don't mind them. Their videos are awesome. But some scream metal, you need a good palate cleanser after that. Now, what better palate cleanser than Call Me Maybe right oh, after... Uh, Ray Jepsen? Yeah, right yeah. after Electric oh, Cowboy, uh, yep. Call Me Maybe. I have absolutely jammed out to that once oh, or yeah. twice in my life. So, yeah. It's a good song. It, it is, is a, a good song. song. Yeah, it's dude. a great one. I have a soft spot for... Super terrible pop music. <laughs> wasn't it like a couple of years after that, maybe a year after that? She did a a, a duet song with um, Owl City. Oh yeah, I, the, I can't uh, the, the song we, now. 
We don't even have to try. We have uh, the, the good time or something. Good time. Good time. Yeah. yeah. Let's Google mm-hmm. it real quick. Yeah. Yep. My uh. Yep. <laughs> my kids are all about that song too. <laughs> Rob, what's your uh, first first song? My first song is something I discovered very recently. I don't even know what to say. Like in terms of in terms of this song, uh, I need an album of this. I need a whole genre of this. I just don't understand. You've got uh, me way concerned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the artist is Justin Hawks, H-A-W-K-E-S. And the name of the song is Better Than Gold. And I don't even want to describe it. I just want you to listen to just it. Just listen. And, all right, all right. <laughs> and it um, takes, it It definitely evolves. It is not the same song at the beginning that it goes back and forth through. Uh, there's no screaming. It's not metal. <laughs> no, the, the uh, genre. A, a quick Google states that the genre is dance slash electronic slash country <laughs> slash <laughs> right, slash uh, drum and bass. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, Justin Hawks typically does like you know dance drum and bass stuff, but this song. <laughs> Uh, he he uh, teams up with another guy, and it is something else. Dude, I love it so much. Well, I mean, you, you say you wanted an album of this. That track is lifted from an album called Existential. Yeah, so... the album is not uh, the album is not the same as. That's like the only song on the album that kind of sounds like that. The rest of it's, uh, you know, the rest of it's good, you know, good, like kind of, you know, electronic kind of beboppy, poppy stuff. But uh, yeah, that is the only song that just pops out that makes you just go, (laughs) excuse me. (laughs) Nice. Well, um, for my first song, I am going to harken back to Days of Yore. because I saw this band very recently, and um, they have been, or at least the lead singer and a couple of key members of this band have been together and recording and touring for 45 years. And when you've been doing something for that long, you get really, really, really good at it. This is one of my sort of favorite throwback bands. Um, my, my sister Sarah and my cousin Izan um, introduced me to this band when I was like 10 or 11. I got immediately hooked. Uh, so the band is The Cure. Oh, there we go. Uh, I, I saw them play at Hollywood Bowl uh, about three weeks ago, and they were fantastic. One of the mm-hmm. great live shows I've ever been to, easily in my top five. Um, and the song is Pictures of You, which is a bit of a classic of theirs. I think we probably all know it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. When you hear those wind chimes kick in at the at the beginning, it just, you know, it's a... It's a great little song. And I wouldn't say it's like, it's neither a high beat sort of motivator, not one you would run to, and not so much a palate cleanser because it is definitely, <laughs> uh, you know, a dark emo goth band, um, but just a classic. And I've been sort of rotating them through my uh, my listening um, sessions here since I saw them live. So The Cure, Pictures of You. Yeah, that's, I don't know, that could be a palate cleanser. It's not a... <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends what, what it what it follows. Yeah, um, right. Right, right. <laughs> Daryl, number two song. Number two. So 
thinking about this, like I've done a lot of like cheesy intros to some of my songs and explanations. So this one is no different. So as we're running the marathon, one thing that sure it's going to do is it's going to make you sweat. So that is the name of the song that I have chosen. Oh, yeah. CNC Music Factory. CNC Music Factory. The second you said that. I think I was 14 when that song came out. <laughs> it, it will indeed make yep. you sweat. There you go. There you go. So that is that's my pick number two for this evening. Awesome. That song was released in 1990. I was 12 years old. There you go. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> Rob. All right. Uh, won't go on too much about this one, but uh, it's a band that I fell in love with. I don't even know. 20 years ago. Uh, story of the year. Uh, they have a brand new album out, 2023, uh, called Tear Me to Pieces. But the song is called Afterglow. And there is something about this song that when I hear it, I'm like, dude, yes. <laughs> Like it is just, it's just so good. I just love this song. So, there you go. Uh, story of the year, Afterglow. You know, when you said Afterglow, there's a song of the same name by Ed Sheeran, and I thought that's what you were going for. And I was like, well, wow, that's that's really going to put me to sleep. Uh, <laughs> while you know, while this out there song running. will glad it, no glad way. I'm glad it's not the Ed Sheeran version. <laughs> the Ed Sheeran version is a great song, but like something that I you know would certainly relax me rather than. Um, this will in no way, right. shape, or form put you to sleep. I actually thought of Everclear when you said Afterglow. But yeah, yeah <laughs> I uh, I understand that that could be where the mind might go. Yeah, that's know? where my head went. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Um, my second song, also from a band that I saw live recently, just uh, four or five days after I saw The Cure, who also have been touring and playing for a long time and who also were incredible live is from the band Matchbox 20. Okay. And let me tell you, Rob Thomas is still an, an incredible voice, brilliant front man. The band were wonderful. But I was thinking from their catalog, because I am a, a Matchbox 20 fan, um, what song would I pick? Because they have so many catchy hooks and tunes and hits that they've had over the years. But what better considering that it is a... Uh, a running playlist than the song How Far We've Come. So that's my number two, How Far We've Come by Matchbook. There you go. Delayed reaction all around, and that's basically <laughs> thumbs up Matchbox 20, doesn't it? Oh, no. Um, I just... I was busy writing so, it down. <laughs> he was writing it down, and I was I was waiting for if there was going to be any sort of other moment. No, uh, all right. That's we good? <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the moment. Well, I think um, I think that's a wrap for this month, isn't it, boys? Uh, yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, I think fantastic. So. Well, um, as always, thank you for listening in to the Training Dummies. If you want to reach us, uh, Daryl, how do people find you? Uh, Daryl underscore TTD on most social media platforms. Rob, uh, you don't need to find me. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you want to find me and send. <laughs> A request you can find me at English Guy on most social media platforms except Facebook because I'm not really on Facebook, it's just Twitter and Instagram these days. Oh, there you um, go. Otherwise, we're gonna try and do better than eight weeks, and hopefully, you'll get another episode in like four to five weeks within a month of this one. There um, we go. But until then, run safe, and uh, hopefully, you'll hear from us soon. The advice you can trust.
go challenge yourself.